Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Hello and welcome to the October 2018 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from St. Vincent's Hospital in Sydney, Australia. My name is Dr. Damian Marucci and I'm here with Dr. Shane Jackson. Uh, This paper is Comparison of Immediate versus Delayed DEP Flap Reconstruction in Women Who Require Post-Mastectomy Radiotherapy. This is by Drs. O'Connell et al. from the Royal Marsden Hospital in London and this was published in the September 2018 PRS. So Shane, what was this paper about in a nutshell? So the basic uh, background behind this paper was looking at whether um, patients who are going to get post-op radiotherapy after their mastectomy, whether um, delaying their DF reconstruction was the best option or whether you could safely do it immediate um, and then subsequently radiate the flap. Uh, The background for that being that it's sort of known that there's uh, psychological, psychosocial benefits to immediate reconstruction in a general sense. Um, and so I was wanting to look at how much of an effect does the radiotherapy have uh, on your flap. And also traditional teaching is there is a reluctance amongst reconstructive surgeries, uh, reconstructive uh, surgeons to perform a DEP or autologous flap reconstruction when you know the patient is going to have subsequent radiotherapy for fear that the flap will be uh, irretrievably damaged and that you've used uh, uh, you know, one of your major re- reconstructive bullets. Correct. And so I guess this paper is trying to look at, you know, is there, is there evidence behind that, you know, yes. that course of action? Yes. Um, doesn't make much of a difference. So the way they looked at that was um, looking at all the women who'd had a unilateral uh, depth uh, breast reconstruction uh, at their unit over five years. Um, and they looked at the patients in the, the four different groups in the ways that they were treated. Um, their control group was women who had a skin sparing mastectomy and an immediate DF recon. Um, their second group was those that had an immediate recon and then subsequent radiotherapy. Um, they had a group who had a simple mastectomy, completed their radiotherapy, then had a delayed DF recon. Uh, and also those who had a temporary tissue expander during their radiotherapy before a delayed DF recon. Um, And essentially they looked at the complication rates, uh, which were the same between all the groups. Um, They also looked at a surgeon-rated aesthetic outcome um, and a patient-reported satisfaction outcome using the breast Q scale. Um, And look, what they found was, as I said, complication rates were the same with all of them. Um, The surgeon-rated aesthetics uh, basically showed poor results for all the groups that had radiotherapy compared to the control. Um, not a huge difference between um, the different radiotherapy groups, um, but you know, not a lot of statistical significance because of the low numbers and also a relatively poor inter-rater agreement. Um, the uh, patient reported satisfaction uh, was actually highest in the group who had a simple mastectomy radiotherapy and then a delayed DEP than uh, for the other groups. Um, but again, not a lot of difference in the outcome between the different groups. Um, again, a bit of uh, variation and not uh, high statistical significance. Um, and so they concluded that there probably wasn't a huge amount of difference, but probably better outcomes for patients who are known to have radiotherapy to still delay their treatment, um, as is generally done. So um, what were the good things about this paper, did you think? 
Um, so I think you know the, it's a it's a great clinically relevant question, um, and the groups that the patients were divided up into again are you know your really clinically relevant groups. So I think you know any answers you get from this study are going to be really useful to you on a day to day basis um, and easy to apply. Um, and I think you know combining you know complications, combining you know surgeon reported results, patient satisfaction, you know all of those different domains, I think is a really good overall view of you know the success or or not of a procedure. Yeah. Um, and then I think I guess the only issue with looking at the patient satisfaction is you know that's a very subjective and difficult to define thing. And someone who has had an immediate reconstruction asking how satisfied they are with the result they're naturally going to compare it to their natural breast. Whereas someone who's had a mastectomy defect for say a year and then gone and had a delayed reconstruction is probably going to be more satisfied because they started, I guess, at a lower point. So, you know, directly comparing those things is a little bit complicated as well. Yeah, look obviously, you know, the Royal Martin is a very prestigious unit. They've got very big numbers. Mm. Uh, this was a highly selected group. Uh, they did exclude uh, a whole range of uh, groups of patients, not just those with recurrent disease or, you know, uh, the DF flap was not formed for, not performed for breast reconstruction, but rather just for chest wall coverage, for example. Mm. But they did exclude uh, bilateral patients who I assume a proportion would have had unilateral radiation. Now, I'm not sure if this is either related to another paper they're preparing to do, because that would be a logical thing to do, mm -hmm. where each patient acts as their own control to have a look at the uh, effects of adjuvant radiotherapy on an autologous reconstruction. Uh, certainly that, that study has been done elsewhere, um, but certainly they, they might wish to uh, reproduce that um, uh, to sort of see how that uh, influenced the um, perceived impact on adjuvant radiotherapy on DF flap reconstruction. Uh, the other concern I had with the paper was uh, the, this unit has already decided uh, that performing a DF flap at the time of mastectomy, even knowing that the patient is going to have adjuvant radiotherapy, is the way to go. And this was a retrospective study in order to evaluate whether their new treatment paradigm is valid or not. Um, I'm sure they've done everything they can to eliminate bias, but uh, if you have uh, members of the team knowing that this is the, uh, the new party line, um, that there may be subtle bias biases introduced into the methodology or the assessment uh, which are unknown and may uh, positively impact uh, their assessment of their new uh, 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 group paradigm. Mm. Um, but certainly, look, it's interesting. Um, even today, uh, many surgeons who I talk to around town uh, would say if they know the patient is to have adjuvant radiotherapy, they would rather not perform an immediate uh, free flap reconstruction, but rather wait until the end of uh, the radiotherapy, wait you know, six to 12 months, uh, and then perform an autologous free flap reconstruction. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, anything else to say? No, I, I agree. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.